Let's go! Felicitations to the fifth and final fragment of this foundation. This is MathCath. Uh, today we will be talking about Occam's Razor, which motif would be from now on. Uh, before I get started, once again, I am not a theological expert, nor am I a scientific expert of any kind. I'm just a regular guy with a phone. And um, let's get started with Occam's Razor. Before I can talk about Occam's Razor, let's talk about the analogy first, right? Razor. What does a razor do? It shaves off all the assumptions down to nothing. So when given two options, and the one with the one assumption is more euphonous and more agreeable and more quote-unquote likely than the one with many assumptions. Because generally, if you're going to build an argument... Right, you want one assumption at most, if not zero, and you want to build it off there. And you can build it in any way you want. You can build it in a very like happy way, like oh, we can split the atom, or you can build it in a dark way, like we can split the atom to like rule the world or something. All built off the same root. Whereas if you have this assumption and you're building off that, you have, which is just not a clean way to explain the universe and it's probably wrong. So, with that, we're not saying Occam's razor is a proof. We're just saying that generally speaking, the one with less assumptions is probably the correct answer compared to and this was not started by Occam a lot of people have used this St. Thomas Aquinas who I keep bringing up in his fourth proof of God's existence argues from a teleological design that's hard to say uh, which is like okay look at all this all these things about the universe right the odds that we don't have a creator is basically zero right we have to have this uncreated creator who created everything hence creator or and isaac newton also used occam's razor so this does predate occam occam just gets the credit don't know why he just does um but if we look at it mathematically ish right one in we don't know the numbers but let's say one in b flat is probably greater than 1 in B natural times 1 in C times 1 in C sharp times 1 in D times 1 in D sharp, right? If assuming that B flat is smaller than the product of the other five, but generally speaking, the one with less assumptions is more likely than the one with many assumptions. Um... And generally, the one with more assumptions, as you keep multiplying them, it gets smaller and smaller, and you are less likely to be true. So, if we watch the first episode from the Big Bang Theory, all and it all started with the Big Bang, you can see I kind of used an Occam's Razor argument that what is more likely, a... Uncreator creator created everything or that 
somehow we have a scientific phenomenon with overwhelming evidence that violates its own laws. That's insane, right? I talk about George Lemaitre and much more in that episode. I highly recommend you guys watch that episode as well. Um, but back to the argument of Occam's Razor. So the universe has 26, maybe more, fundamental constants. Uh, the first one is the fine structure constant. The second is the strong coupling constant. I'm not going to pretend like I know what these really mean. Uh, 3 through 17 are uh, masses of particles. 18 through 21 is parameters for quark mixing. 22 through 25 is neutrino mixing parameters. 26 is supposed to be a universal constant. And there may be more depending on dark matter. Like once again, I'm not an expert in this whatsoever. But just to put this in perspective, if the mass of a proton was 0.2% heavier, the universe would cease to exist. It would collapse into a black hole and just pff, nothing. So, um, I wish I could use Universal Sandbox for this. I've heard that it's really great for like testing out like changing gravity and shooting things near the speed of light and whatnot. And that would be super cool, but it's $25, and I'm not willing to make that investment unless you guys donate. Link in the description. But um, I'm not an expert in any of this, but for me, that just makes sense that there has to be a creator. Because if any of these 26 constants are off by little, the universe will cease to exist, so it's more likely one creator who determined the 26 constants or all I don't have 26 fingers but all these notes are correct by chance and each of them are one in infinity basically so zero times zero zero to the 26 power ish right my limits calculus you're moving towards zero but if you don't see it as zero right because there's still a chance of it being right then you can think of it as Almost zero times almost zero times almost zero for each of them, 26 times. It's basically zero compared to one creator. I don't know the odds of God existing. No, it's 100%. The odds of God existing is 100% to me. For non-believers, okay, I don't know what the probability is, but right, the probability is not zero. Maybe it's really unlikely. Maybe it's likely. I don't know what your percentage is, but you have less assumptions. So, generally speaking, it's more likely. Um, and this is actually explained in Young Sheldon, which uh, I, I'm going to play this clip for you guys, but you guys can't watch it because this is audio. I highly recommend you guys watch the show, though. It's pretty good. I have a lot to catch up on because I'm doing this challenge called Exodus 90, but nonetheless, uh, I'm going to give some context first. Uh, Young Sheldon is based on another show, The Big Bang Theory, which I referenced in my first episode, and it all started with, so watch that, and watch the following fragments up to this point. Um, and The Big Bang Theory is centered around Sheldon Cooper, who is this super smart genius, who is, in a way, agnostic-ish. He, he's more atheist agnostic, it's hard to explain, but... He comes from a very Christian Texan family, which kind of makes this all funny because it's him versus his family, in a way, in Young Sheldon. And um, in this episode specifically, 
Sheldon's mom is struggling with her faith because a young girl died and she's wondering like why would God allow this to happen and whatnot. So uh, I'm going to play the clip for you. Hopefully this does not get copyrighted, but this is a very great clip to show that even from an atheist perspective or an agnostic perspective, it does make sense. It makes more sense that there is a creator than it all being random. So here I'm going to play it for you guys. Hopefully this works. Did you know that if gravity were slightly more powerful, the universe would collapse into a ball? I did not. Also, if gravity were slightly less powerful, the universe would fly apart. There would be no stars or planets. Where are you going with this, Sheldon? It's just that gravity is precisely as strong as it needs to be. And if the ratio of the electromagnetic force to the strong force wasn't 1%, life wouldn't exist. What are the odds that would happen all by itself? Why are you trying to convince me to believe in God? You don't believe in God. I don't, but the precision of the universe at least makes it logical to conclude there's a creator. So, once again, Sheldon doesn't believe in God, but he's saying the precision of the universe makes it logical there is a creator. There is this beauty, and these numbers are so exact that if they're off by 1%, the universe would cease to exist. So, this argument is not proof of God's existence. It's just saying, statistically speaking-ish, in a way, God is more likely to exist than not exist. And if you're a very mathematical person... I would side on the side, side on the side of God existing. Um, now, the rest of my episodes are not going to be talking about probability whatsoever. This is just me explaining the probability of God's existing. Like, for example, my next episode, my next main episode will be on Noah's Ark. And the probability of Noah's Ark happening is very low. So we're actually going to be talking about the possibility of it happening, not the probability of it happening. But in general, that's what uh, kind of solidifies a the first five episodes up to now. From and it all started with up to this episode are basically saying we're laying the foundation and what we believe, and this is why there's a lot of evidence of God's existing. And knowing that, let's analyze other parts of scripture and other parts of tradition. So yeah, stay tuned for next week. And this Friday, I'm going to release a new episode, bonus episode, uh, surrounding this topic and atheist arguments. Yeah. Goodbye. God bless.